I'm here with two former legends. Where's the bloke? It's half time. We talk to a bloke about football. Where's the bloke? Go and get the bloke, man. Go on, get the bloke. Where's the bloke? Where's the bloke? Where's the bloke? Where's the bloke? Get the bloke, man. Get the bloke. You've got to fucking die to get three points. Back Tottenham is the history of the Tottenham. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. What about this? Oh, Blokes Nation. Let's ride. Let's so, ride. fellas, uh, welcome to week 19. I cannot believe that Ethan Camps and myself and the, and James joined at some point and have done something for 19 weeks straight. If you bet that at the beginning of the season, I would have told you there was no fucking chance that we actually did it every week for 19 consecutive weeks. But Ethan, it's that time of the week, and we're going to ask you to hit it in Spanish for us. I won't lie to you guys. Mentally, I thought we were on 20. I had 20 in my head. Um, I'm going to say, Dice Nueva. You're close. Nueve. Nueva. Nueva means new. I knew that caught me too off guard. Because yeah, I, well, I, mean, I don't ever look it up. I just think about it. Like, I literally just transport myself back. I mean, back you said you like had 20 loaded. Middle, middle school <laughs> Spanish class, and I'm just thinking about it. And I just, you know, had it yeah. in my head all week. Guess well, we'll have to save that for Big 2-0 next week. Well, I'm going to we trip will, you up we next will. week. I'm just going to throw a random-ass number at you. That's honestly change, kind change of what language. I feel like you did oh, no. today. <laughs> I'm honestly not <laughs> sold. This is episode 19. Well, on episode like 8, you thought we were on episode 13, so I don't, just don't think you know what's like ever going on. My, uh, but, uh, my mind doesn't handle time well. So. Yeah. Well... Everyone, we are in at the end. Was this match week nineteen? Was this week? So uh, yeah, pretty much everyone. Most of everyone's played nineteen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Chelsea's nineteen. United are eighteen. But anyway, great week of football. We had some big fixtures. Where did we leave off last week? We recorded on a Monday. So did we have any midweek games? I feel like United played like Charlton, right? Or was that the week before? Uh, Chelsea played Fulham. Uh, yes, yeah, Thursday night under the until Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night football for the Cowboys. How did that one fare? Let's start there, Cowboys. Um, it was tough. I won't lie to you. It was tough. It's tough whenever you lose to your fucking rivals right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Brutal. I think it was the first time we had lost to them in the league for a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. Let, well. I let the Mitrovic out news really lull me to sleep. Really just lull me into a a false sense of security. I don't really know what I expect. Um, At some point, like, I I just know I'm going to open a Chelsea lineup and it's going to have Datro Fofana at striker and not Kai Havertz. And I'm just going to be like, wow, this is crazy. But no, it's like Kai Havertz, not only is he not a striker, we're just overloading his match load tenfold to play striker. Mm-hmm. It's not a great scenario in, in any case, but uh, losing you know, to you one got the terrible. You got the Mark Goldbridge curse uh, working for you this week because he tweeted out, I genuinely don't understand how a guy like Kai Havertz gets minutes uh, week after <laughs> week. Pretty much what you were saying in our group text. And then he said, Knowing now that I've tweeted this, it wouldn't surprise me that he scores. And then clockwork. He scored yeah, this week. That was at this the weekend. Was not, this was, I mean, mm-hmm. but like he just has to I just not even from a sense of like he's not playing well, just from a sense of squad rotation, he has to come out at some point. Like we can't just have Kai Havertz playing striker every game. Yeah. Well, so in that you guys started with Kai Havertz, it was also really big news couple of things, right? One, we decided to make you a graphic. We yeah. made you a graphic to uh, to showcase your picks for that mat for the match, your outlook. You picked a two one win for the Chelsea or a one one draw. Neither happened, of course. Um, and the other big news: marquee signing of the Loney from Atletico, Joao Felix. 
And I want you to walk us through what you saw. I, I'm glad you bring that up, Marash, because that was like I know Twitter and the football people will have their their jokes. So 55 minutes, 55 minutes. I saw five titles in 55 minutes. I saw the future before my eyes. I see. I see. We pay the fee for this guy. I see. Uh, that's all I saw. That's literally all I saw. The first three minutes, I, I tweeted it. It was. We need to pay this. He release said, "Pay right the whole fee." Our offense hasn't looked that good in years when he was playing. Given we didn't score with it, or actually we did. Cool, Bali scored, but that's not like started off yeah. down one nil. We were feeble at the back. Cool, Bali is legitimately, legitimately a league two side center back in terms of quality. He is abysmal. Like I have, I I don't think I've ever had this little confidence in a Chelsea center back in my life. Except for I like mean, when Christensen was like a fucking teenager. I know we just slid by this first goal, but we have to mention that it's, yeah, William. I mean, William scored. I was going to get, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, it was conceded early down one, but yeah, it was, it was William. Right? He didn't, he decided not to, yeah, he decided not to sell. Yeah, I mean, you spend a lot of your fucking professional career at a club. Don't celebrate. Chelsea yeah. legend. You claiming him? Yeah, I not a yeah. I wouldn't say a legend. He's a Chelsea hero. Yeah, he did his time More at so Chelsea. He won his titles at Chelsea. Well, he's not. He's not a legend. Like he stuck with no. them through a transitional period where they didn't have the transfer, where they had the transfer ban, and it was all young players. And he was kind of the only senior attacker on that team with like Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount and all them under Lampard in the first year. So. You know, he did his years under Conte yep, transition well. guy. So you tip your cap. It, it's nice to see him not celebrate, at least. It's not like, you know, Adebayo or, like, knee <laughs> sliding to the away fans. It, it, it sucks, yeah. but, like, once it happens, it's kind of like, oh, this was always going to happen. There was never going to be a scenario where William didn't score against us. Yeah. In the West London. Yeah. I mean... I mean, defense was just looking a little feeble early. You kind of, yeah, uh, Chalo, but you know, it felt it felt like a game. It felt like a goal was coming in from somewhere. If I'm not mistaken, they got one off the bar at some point. Mm, Um, Sounds might be wrong. Um, but they were pressing real hard early. But as you were saying, you can go back to Joao and extrapolate a little more on that. Yeah, because we well, well, the the in terms of the timeline of the game, Fulham score first. Then Koulibaly answers in, what, the 47th minute? Yeah, right after the break. But, like, I don't know. Right after that. That's all he's fucking good for, man, is getting on the end of bouncing balls in the box that just need to be poked over the line. Like, that's all he's fucking good for. Or, like, putting in a terrible tackle. Like, just over committing so hard, and they just dribble right by him. You know, I think it plays to something where you obviously make the argument that it's a very tough transition from the Italian league, the Serie A to the premier league. Um, it's a slower league. I think he, his style matches there. The play is a little bit different. It's not as physical or as quick. So he fits in better there. I just, I wonder if we did like a, a look at all the players that come from Serie A and like, how they do in their first season in the Premier League? Does it take them a little bit longer to adapt, and is there that learning curve? But yeah, I don't think it's much of an excuse. He, for there's anybody. a reason that he just spent he fucking just a, a gazillion he was a dollars at Napoli for years. Yeah, but we just spent a gazillion go- dollars on this guy for him to come over and stink it up. Like we could have found somebody like that playing for fucking Cardiff City. Well, to we get a Burnley back center up. back for I don't know ten million dollars if we really want to play fucking hoofball. Well, I mean people people play people make a lot of the same arguments about buying players from any league though, like buying players from Bundesliga. They're like, oh, farm like buying players from France, buying players from Italy. Like it's always kind of taking a gamble if they don't have a bunch of Champions League. Games yeah, I mean he just stinks. Minutes, so you can see. Like, it's, it's so much of a difference going from having Thiago Silva and Rudiger next to each other who can spray yeah. balls all over the field and they just make actual passes, whereas Koulibaly just sees the ball, like, rolling around and he just runs up like he's playing fucking kickball, trying to hit a home run and just kicks it as far as he can. 
Like, there's not an ounce of finesse about the man. He has no, no I, like, he's terrible. All right, let me give you let me give you a scenario then. Would you rather have him or uh, Harry Maguire? Cool, Bali. All right, there you go. So he's not that bad then. Yeah, but I just you see Harry Maguire's way starting. too like memeable. Yeah, cool, Bali. At least people will like exa- exactly what you guys are doing. We'll give him his flowers. Oh, he was good for fucking Napoli. Like they'll do that shit. They won't talk about the fact that he stinks right now. And he just stinks in the most competitive league in the world. Hey. Make no mistake. Harry Maguire gets his flowers for me. You put him in a white shirt with three lines on it. Best center back in the world. Let's not get uh, into Well, that. I mean, for him to go play on like the most overrated team in the world for the past fucking three international tournaments. Yeah, I would argue Germany was a little bit more overrated, but we don't need to talk about international football. Maybe. They won yeah, like two World Cups ago. Uh, so after the cool Bali goal, play kind of even back, evened back out a little in my mind. And then obviously uh, Fulham goes back on the attack. Carlos Vinicius with the well, what would be the game winning goal. As soon as Jao Felix gets sent off, yeah, we're, we're never winning that. that game. Yeah, sorry, I missed that. We're never winning that game. He puts in, I mean, one of the worst tackles of all time. Yeah. You can never, up. never get away. In no league ever are you no. going to get away with that tackle without VAR. And just the, the fact that VAR is a thing further cements the fact that you're never going to get away with it. Just a horror yeah. tackle. It's a tough one. He's lucky <laughs> to not have fucking broken his leg. Yeah. You can't be minutes. sliding with your fucking studs halfway up the guy's knee. Hey, there was one was good thing to come out of that tackle, though. We I'm, won I, that one guy on Twitter, uh, some sort of bet that he placed. Remember, he said, how long should I play? That guy, uh, that guy be- <laughs> can eat the biggest bag of dicks. I do not care about <laughs> his little bet about Jal Felix. Oh, my minutes. God. I was, I was honestly, when I saw that tweet, I was praying for a Jal Felix 90-minute master class. Of a- we were like, how many minutes? Like around 55, you know, like, like then, 55, boom, 60. Clockwork. 58. And to be fair, I felt like the, Fulham, the, the first Fulham goal was so <laughs> against the run of play. We were such the better side in those opening 25 minutes offensively. Like, we were creating so many more chances. It was, we looked so much better literally because of Jal Felix. One man made us look so much better because he added so much to the counterattack. He wasn't playing Mm -hmm. shitty balls into people. He was fucking rolling off defenders, dummying defenders. It was crazy. It's crazy. Do you see some of those uh, mount misses where Joao was like just. By far the best man open amounts making the wrong pass. Listen, I don't pay can. I don't pay too much attention to the mount slander on any sort of platform. It's not far off, man. He's not having a he's having a stinker of a season. I mean he plays for fucking tenth place Chelsea who don't score goals, yeah. Okay. You you went from saying Champions League winner Chelsea to tenth place Chelsea, like yeah, two weeks ago you said you were coming for fourth place soon. Do we have to uh, update what are, that? What do you want me to say? We've watched four games in between and we've won one. Yeah, yeah, my you've opinion won is one. You've won fresh. one in the last like nine games. This is the thing you guys don't get. I <laughs> sit here week in and I go week by week. You guys think I have some sort of grand plan? It's like no. Like right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we finish fucking like, I don't know, eight. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm. That's the point you guys need to drill into your heads. Our league, anyway. our league position this year does not matter. Honestly, okay. well, you want to know the sickest part? I somewhat it hope does we matter. finish tenth. I somewhat hope we finish tenth so that we oh, don't have sick. the distraction of you're European twisted. competitions next year. We need a year to just reload and not have to play huh. fucking eighty matches in a season. I'm pretty sure if I went back and listened to a couple episodes ago, the same sick bastard was ridiculing one of the other two blokes about how 
his team had to do that exact same thing. And now they're top of the table. Ah, you were saying that was a flawed plan, something like that. I don't think I've ever How said that pathetic. because that's exactly what Chelsea did right before they got Conte. So, no, I don't think I ever said that. I think when Gus Hiddink was the caretaker of Chelsea, that's the exact thing they did, and then the next year won the Premier League. So, Gus. So, you know, I'll At the time, the won a camps. Premier League record 13 straight that season as well. You did finish. Was it 15-16 you guys finished 10th? Yes. 16-17 we won the title. All right. Well, it is going to be an interesting ride. Yeah, so after that game – I think your outlook was pretty grim. You'll lose Felix for another three matches in the Premier League because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also your game in hand. So you are now level in games with most of the competition. And you lose him for three matches, one of which will be Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, I don't... Listen, I maybe this is just me having done this a million times or something, but I'm not nearly as worried about the points as you guys are. Like, we're not going to win the title. We're not probably not going to finish top four. Like, the points don't really matter as long as we're not getting... And I brought up points. All I said was that you lost him for three matches on a... Tw- and now I'll go a little we're further just, and say... I know, but on a points make no thumbs up. We're going like, to win games. We're going to lose games. It's going to happen. We're not that great so of a team right now. The other so two games happen. he'll be out looks like are Fulham at home. So you get the rematch on the, on the quick turn. And then you have West Ham away. Who's well, relegation? Darby's coming up. Yeah, West Ham, few, I'm not worried about few. West Ham at all. They're pretty terrible. Yeah, they're not. Fulham, at least. Like, that's the thing. I told you guys in that same group chat. You could get, day, you could, everybody's failed you to. Could get the, uh, get, get the rematch back, though, you know? Come back in blood and get it on them. Yeah, I mean, we play like, them twice like, every year anyway, so I, we expect it. I know, but like. Anyway. My point is that, like, I told you guys going into that game, it wouldn't have shocked me if we'd lost 4-1. They were in form. They had won 3 of 3 from the fucking return. They're in much better form. That was always going to be somewhat of an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. Do you think their coach coach is uh, in consideration for coach of the year this year? Probably Marco Silva, right? They'll just give that to whoever wins the fucking league like they do every year, no? Yeah, I think if a team like Fulham finishes top five, fuck. You, see so you Fulham don't think the, they give that to like Eddie Howe? If I they finish they top to four, like Newcastle. Yeah. Why? But like, why? It would, would, it, I mean, but, why would the but if, our, if get it over? If Eddie Arsenal Howe? win the league, yeah. I'm if not Arsenal do win the right. league, <laughs> yeah. If Arsenal win the league, they I'm might. It's like saying I don't know. That's like I don't know. Not to like talk football, but that's like when I have to hear Giants fans be like, oh. What do you mean, Dable? Is no, but they, but they have player. like they have like some pep fatigue, certainly. Like they have some clop and pep. Fa- like they'd like, I'm sure they wouldn't mind giving it to anyone else. Yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll talk about that towards the end of the season. Uh, let's see, that was what that was Thursday. That was that was Thursday. Then I didn't watch the game Friday, so we don't, and I also don't give a fuck. We'll just move right into the uh, the premier marquee matchup of the <laughs> week. Skip right through the villains. Villains win two one over Leeds. I'm gonna Whatever. jump right to it because everyone doubted us. Camps bet against us again. He probably put all of his fucking shillings on blue. No one wanted to see us. He put win. some we, shillings. We defended Old Trafford yet again. Against the pieces of shit across the street, and we won. Manchester's red, and here's here comes the camps patrol. Look no, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm just getting ready to say that, like, hey, credit to Ten Hag for learning his mistakes. You don't put a literal midget on a Viking warrior. Um, get him. Dude, out. He's been missing for three. He's been on milk for like three record. weeks. I don't want to hear he's not fit. If he was fit, he would have played that game. I mean, he was fit because he did play that game. He's not fit. He came on. What I'm saying, Holland has been, dude. Luke Shaw is not a fucking giant. That's who played left center back. Luke Shaw. Listen, okay. If you want, if you want to say that it was a height thing, we would. If you wanted to say it was, if you wanted to say it was a height thing, we would have put in the fucking fridge. 
No, no, <laughs> you want it up. No, you want it up. No, that's not. You, that's never you, the solution. Based on your bridge these days, your coaches. Based on what you're fucking saying, we would have put the fridge. But we no, didn't. no. We what I'm saying yeah. is, the last time Lissandro Martinez had to play against Erling Holland, it was a slaughter. He literally couldn't head a ball because he was too short. Do you remember that, Maresh? I was sitting in your house. I don't like to remember times of you in my house. All right, I try to erase <laughs> those from my memory. <laughs> well, uh, but you know, other you, we started Malasia in the back. He's a midget. We started. Uh, How tall is Juan Basaka? AWB. I think he's probably six foot, maybe. The height. The, I think you guys are missing the point. The height of the rest of your fucking players does not nearly matter as much as your center backs, especially Listen, when you have. To we didn't have. Or, or did we? I don't know if we had Casemiro last time either. He might not have been registered. I think we. Un- yeah, I don't know if he was registered for that one. No, I don't think so. I think it was Scott McTominay. Yeah. Yeah, we were, were you still worried rolling. after the Grealish goal in the 60th minute, though. Like, yeah, you I tweeted like a little girl. I said, "Game play? over." Yeah, you celebrated <laughs> like you won the fucking World Cup. Fucking, he did. He bastard. did. Uh, yeah, first of all, can we just talk about? I talk about how talk he about is the, celebrating the... like you won the World Cup. Bruno Fernandez after scoring the most obvious offsides goal I've ever seen in my life, celebrated like he had led Portugal to something, which he will never do because he is pathetic. And it was just like, and then he's celebrating the. Yeah. You want to talk about? I'd rather you were celebrating. I'd, at least I'd rather fighting for his spot in the side. Like that's a big moment for him. Bruno Fernandez scoring that fucking farce of a goal. Disgusting. Well, well. Ooh. First of all, I would rather have Bruno Fernandez than. If they made a mega human of all of your midfielders combined, I'd still rather have fucking Bruno Fernandez on my team. Or the year where Jorginho finished third in Ballon d'Or. Dude, Bruno Fernandez will never finish. For someone under the age of 25, I've actually never met someone who is that young who lives in the past as much as you. It's like you're a fucking 90s kid talking about how that's the best era of life of all fucking It's actually fucking insane. You're born in like 2000. God damn. Maresh, I'm talking about midfielders in our fucking country a. who have better accolades than a man, your captain. The captain of he your won country. a euro. He won a euro. What does he? What, what do you want? He won a euro. That's it. I won a euro and the Champions League in the same year. Yes, Maresh. I don't. I don't want to. And he won midfielder trash. of the, of trash. the competition in. He's the- trash. He's trash. And this, no. and he's leaving on a free this year. You know what? Good for him. He'll probably go revitalize his career somewhere else. Ain't gonna do anything for you. No, guys. well, congrats to Bruno for scoring the biggest farce of a goal I've seen ever. Like this is how you kind listen, of know, I guess, old listen. people like Man United has a bit of their clout back is because they're starting to get controversial ref decisions again. It's a little bit of like the Fergie magic in the Ooh. area. Hmm. Okay. Listen, here's how this one shook out. Because I don't know if you watched the game, you must not have. You must no, have watched like, a highlight or something. <laughs> what yeah. had happened was also nobody was no stopped playing. Fans. There was that was weak. He hit the ball. Hey, let me, let me, let me start with let, him, let, let me go. start. Let, him, let, let me start go. with my first point. Nobody stopped playing. Watch the tapes. You hear Kyle Walker crying that he stopped playing. Akanji crying that he stopped playing. Ederson crying in whatever fucking gibberish language that fucking man speaks. I've actually never seen him speak. I don't think he knows how to. Same language. All of them crying that they stopped uh, playing. Pep crying. They all kept playing. Then nobody stopped. They don't know who the fuck to like, play, Maresh. There are so many screenshots of them being like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here because it's like Rashford is pretty much dribbling with run the at, ball. Run Dude, at there's the ball. such a clear screenshot from behind the goal of like Ederson at the ball. vision where it's like, listen, how is he supposed to know who's shooting the fucking same, ball? Same thing happened to City last year to help the, propel them to be who? Villa and win the league? You see that? I don't want to fucking hear it. Ten times. I don't want to hear it. Ten times. No, you don't. There's been three times. If that was a set piece rush and there was a a player standing in front of the goalie and didn't touch the ball and somebody headed it in and he didn't even come near the ball, they'd be like offsides. Ethan, this is the third time now that this exact same thing has happened and they've all gone the same way the United one has gone in favor of the goal. So I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't know if that's true or that's just United fans picking like cherry picking stuff to make their arguments sound better. 
I would argue that the one where fucking City won the league off of it is a little bit more of a problem than United beating City to claim third place in the fucking league. His cousin's going to come after you, bro. I don't care what anybody says. You know what? Everybody Actually, hats off to like, Ethan's cousin. Everybody didn't cry as much United as this fucking geezer. knows that that was That's offside. Okay, true. Literally everybody. Him. Not a soul no. on the internet besides shameless United fans are saying that was onside. Oh, get the fuck it's off shameless. of your high horse like you wouldn't be sitting there going, oh, fuck you, Marash, up the chills! Let's get blue, Potter magic, Harry Potter cast his fucking spell, we beat fucking city! You would have been fucking celebrating like you stopped 9-11 from ever happening. Marash, I hate to break it to you, bud. We beat them in a Champions League final. Don't know if you remember that. Oh my god, dude, grow up, live in twenty twenty three, my god. If we ever beat City in a big game, we beat City in a bigger game than you will ever beat them in. Dude, we sit on this podcast every single week and hear you bring up two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two. If I wanted to live in the past, you're not even fucking above Arsenal in the total trophies, and you call them a squad. It's a part of that Champions League run. It's now you want to live in today? I can't keep up. I can't keep up. One year you're in 2021. To the next moment you're in 2023. I just can't keep up with the way your mouth moves. I don't know. So I'm not like able to bring up relevant statistics or something from the past to prove somebody's like worth or something. Like that's irrelevant. All I'm saying is we're debating what's happening here and now. No, I know. And he in was the- offsides here and now. It should have been you a penalty for Holland here and now. It should have. Uh, well, it it should have been a city win. They sh- they showed the ball. They showed that play over and over. Holland doesn't get that penalty. It's it's the ninety sixth minute of a Manchester derby, and it's a 50-50 on whether he kicked the ball first or the fucking back of the Viking, the strongest player, as you've doubted him of all fucking time. Oh my god! Congrats on your match. So you know what? He doesn't get that penalty. You're now in a uh, fake wolf hunt for the title. You could get yourself all jerked off or whatever, lubed up uh, for your five points off. But, I mean. Listen, you're just just upset. I I would be so mad, too. He's just going to wish everyone's downfall for the rest of the season. If if all I got to do was sit on the show week after week in the first half of the season before the World Cup and laugh at how miserable United were, and then to see my club come and just go from – and just keep fucking crashing. Just fucking right. keep crashing. Right. Like, That's oh, wait, like, the stock those, market. Those are like the biggest- and you know what? I don't think we've seen a fucking floor for no, Chelsea. No, but this is what I'm going to Because you say. know what? I think financial fair play is coming soon. And I think there's going to be another transfer ban for the fucking bastards in blue. Because you're breaking rules. There's some bad shit going on. And I think it's going to get uncovered. And we'll talk about that when we talk about Living transfers because I'm going to gloat in the, in the fact right now my star boy, an 18-year-old named Alejandro Garnacho, fucking makes it an incredible play to let Marcus Rashford score his ninth goal in nine games to propel United to beat the fucking oil money bastards from across the street who were nobody ever. No, congrats on your... On your, I mean, this is since Fergie left. This is the closest you guys get is these type of runs. So I'm really. We've never like, actually, we've actually never finished as low as your pathetic little club. No, I'm seven. Well, I mean, we finished. Low we stay. We. High. It's like a stop. We stay relevant. <laughs> we stay relevant, and we're we're gonna have a rebuild complete by staying relevant. Always in the picture. Always being talked about. People stop talking about your club for a long time. Mm. I don't know. You actually weren't even a club before 2000. I don't even know where you guys that's popped out true. of. It was just like that's just like Stamford Bridge just emerged out of nowhere. Not true. And you know what? All this glory they that Chelsea they had. They won't talk about Peter Osgood in the 70s. They won't talk you, you, about You say all this shit. Like we want to say. You say all this shit about London being about London being blue. Nothing before London the 2000s. Blue. And then when Ethan starts listing heritage from before the 2000s, it's like, oh, no. Listen, you go on about all this great stuff that Chelsea have done, and you know how London is blue, will always be blue, no matter that they lose to Arsenal and all this kind of stuff. At the end of the day, Arsenal still have more trophies than you have in the history of your club. 
That would mean London Why is red. Why are we even doing that? All I'm going to say You're just picking and choosing this argument for yourself. I'm, you want to live in the past one moment, and then the next moment, it's illegal for you I'm to play, live I'm, in the past. I'm, I'm playing to talk to about you. Titles you like to like, live in the past. One. It's like Yankees fans being like, we have 27. You won fucking 13, 15 of them before we dropped a bomb on Japan. What are we talking oh, about? Now we're recycling references. It's not a good look for this podcast. I don't know if it's recycling exactly. references so much as it's like you, you, factual statements. He said the same thing. Well, because it's true, Maresh. You want to sit here and talk about your trophies from fucking back when I'm Billy not. Bushmer I'm not talking about mine. Reputable man. I was talking, talking. I actually didn't even talk about mine. I was talking about Arsenal's. Well, and how they got way. more than you. Either way. Well, I'm going to use your argument. Let's live in the past, Maresh. Okay. I was living in the past. I live in the past second. decade. Right, now I'm in the past five decades. I'll go back to the present. Two one at Old Trafford. Thank you. The boys were living. <laughs> the boys were eating. Casemiro looked great. Varon looked great. De Gea. I don't even pay attention to what's going on back there because I like to look at the front half of the field. Rashford's great. He's in form. <laughs> and you know what? We're coming next. We got two big games coming up here. Palace should be an easy one. I don't know. I do not like how they scheduled in the middle of the week before Arsenal, but whatever. And uh, yeah, we move. We move one game at a time. Uh, Then we can kind of skip over. Did anybody watch any of the other games that happened? I mean, the Brighton Saturday was that. Oh, I watched Brighton Liverpool right after. Yeah. Uh, Nottingham Forest, quick shout to Brendan Johnson, one of their own class, class player. Uh, propelled them to a 2 0 win over Leicester. Uh, keeps them out of the relegation zone, I believe. For we had a, Ivan Tony scoring again. He got a pen, but he's scoring, so he's he's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I did want to touch on the win. on the Brighton three uh, nil. Was it at? No, it was at the end. Is it Brighton? Uh, yeah. So Danny Welbeck scoring the uh, Danny Welbs the final nail in the coffin for. Get the fuck off your high horse. <laughs> no. It's not a high horse, bro. That's a, that's a very low horse. Uh, Sully March, two great goals. That second goal he scored with his uh, left foot and put it into the far right side of the net. That was awesome. I was dancing, watching Liverpool lose. It was a great weekend to be me. Uh, Liverpool dropped down to what? Ninth? Are they ninth? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're really battling Chelsea for... Uh, this ninth, tenth battle in the middle of the table. I don't know. Um, and then let's see the other though. other big match was what North London derby and uh, Ethan. Yeah, Uga. Sunday morning, the NLD. Pretty. Uh, are we? Can we stop calling Spurs a big a big club? <laughs> they don't They're show so up under the big down, occasion. Man. They're so pathetic to watch. Yeah. They, Kulisevsky was like one of the better players who on the field, in my opinion. I'm not going to defend And then Richarlison's a rag on Richarlison, who's not playing in their biggest fucking games. Like what the? See how much of a dickhead he was being on the sidelines. <laughs> they're yeah. they're a mess. The and like the first goal shows that. Like Larice is fucking washed. That was disgusting. Oh was god. Bad. Like, I'm so bad. glad they didn't. Saka with just I a, I rate Saka and I and Delores. and I love it did have Saka. The, it did have the little uh, deflection off the defender I saw there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the there door. is uh, James. I got you're trying to do some damage control there, but there is nothing to save Hugo there. That was absolutely pathetic. That was there. Damage. Yeah, that was never should have ever that should be a save. Eleven out of ten times. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. I'm yeah. That's why I was. That's what I was saying. I'm not doing damage control at all. He just he just ripped power, not even into the net if the goalie wasn't there. What a good shot across the bow! But um, who else? Who scored the second one? Odegaard's goal was not nice. great for him. Yeah, Odegaard, long one, low. Again, I I kind of think it might should have been a save. It wasn't too far off. Like it wasn't like upper ninety. It wasn't far side of the post, like no, hugging no. the post. It was kind of Spurs have got to get Conte out. They can't be playing that style of football. Doesn't fit them at all. Like they don't have they enough don't have firepower it. in their midfield or attack. I mean, they have Kane and Son, but Son's done nothing all year. 
Kane's been kind of, you know, pen merchant-y. Their midfield, like, Hoiberg's the only player who does anything in their midfield. Yeah, I, I was like. going to say Hoiberg's pretty sad. Yeah, I'm going to say Kulisevsky looked nice the other day. That's it. Hoiberg, he was putting Kulisevsky. in. Yeah, I think those two. Perisic, I don't even know what he's done for that club. Like, that was season. such a bad signing, in my opinion. <sighs> who knows? The whole 90 minutes was so hard to watch because Spurs just look bad, man. <laughs> but Do you think this like is the again, worst they've looked in recent history? They they looked bad against really good teams, but then a lot of the times they just they beat were up fucking, on bro, the worst teams. They teams were trying out after they the sold the Bale and Modric with like Saldado. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Those teams were bad. But I'm saying like last five years. Last five years this is probably cool. the worst they've been. That guy was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Musa Dembele but, was like the only player that was decent. True, Aaron. But Lennon. so that <clears throat> he was just a pace merchant, no skill moves, nothing else, just a pace merchant. But yeah, outlooks bleak for Spurs. I think they've still got a, a bunch of big games. They've got United again. I think they play Chelsea once more, uh, and then I don't know how many times they'll play Liverpool, but. I don't know. They just—I'm not sold on them being in a in a top six picture this season. I think they'll probably finish seven or maybe even eight. Uh, but to your point, James, they do beat up and show up against uh, crappy teams. That's what I'm saying, Outs- like we thought they were going to lose to lose or maybe draw to Crystal, and then they just put four in the last twenty minutes. Like, didn't Son do like a twenty minute hat trick earlier in the season? Like when they yeah, were off the down bench. or tied or something like. I feel like in those close little games, like they do find ways to get it done. Mm-hmm. But they have went under the spotlight, completely just crumbled. Yeah, it's uh, I don't. And know. I gotta I, say, fuck the Spurs at the end of the day. It sounds like I'm. I, I don't want to defend them in any way. Fuck them. I hope we win every single. They were to play them. They're scum. Their fans yeah. are scum. They fucking kicked Ramsdale. That fucking. <laughs> you just that I fan mean... lady stood up on the. He stood up on the wall and kicked Ramsdale as he's walking to like grab the ball behind him for a goal kick. I, that's like, like one thing. Like some people will be like, "Oh, those people, you know, whatever." But like, I can't condone fan behavior like that ever. Like, no, nah, dude, don't against a player. Like, <laughs> Ethan wait, smiles. That's... Ethan's like, "Yeah, if I got <laughs> close you know, enough, I'd take a I swing." Just, I started thinking about scenarios, and it's like there was a way. It was the last game at the Bolin Ground, uh, West Ham versus United. And it was a big game. And some guy, like, after you, West Ham scored, just fucking got in De Gea's face and was just screaming in his face. Like, maybe not violence, but that kind of. Uh, I will say this. No, no but this guy got out of his seat, like, stood on the wall between violence, the fields. But I will and, say, like, hooliganism, yeah. I'm very much up for. Hooliganism, I think, in terms of, like, fan interactions with the players, I think it should be no more than you can say stuff to them. I think as an athlete, you have to be able to take it. You are getting paid yeah. millions of whatever currency you're, you're playing for. You're making millions of it. If you can't take some fucking jamoke calling you a fucking piece of shit, then like go be a doctor. I don't know. Go be a fucking <laughs> librarian where no one's going to fucking be in your grill. Like don't be a professional athlete, but don't fucking touch them. Like, I, I think that's like, you know, like, yeah, there was like an issue with the NBA a lot, like right after COVID came out, like there was a yeah. lot of bad fan interactions, like people throwing like, water. You don't and, like, touch strangers. And, like, right. Like you wouldn't go up to some no. fucking random person and be like, <laughs> just kick him in the fucking shin and just keep Ethan walking. Ethan would, bro. Ethan would, um. bro. So uh, I, yeah, don't I don't know. know. Ethan's, Ethan's looking a little cheeky, but uh, he's looking a little cheeky. <laughs> no, just like we might have to play the "Who would Ethan beat up" game, or "Who would Ethan strike" if given. Oh, that. any any Yankee or um, I don't think Daniel Jones is hateable enough. But like, uh, I'm trying to think of like Listen, a cross guys that would just absolutely kick the shit out of me. Like you, well, you gotta realize, yeah, but, like going to a like a Giants game, I get in. It's like, oh, hey, six five Daniel Jones, I'm gonna beat you up now. Or hey, uh, six nine, Aaron you know what? Jones, no, but... come and, and knock you silly. Like what? Hey, you know what? To a normal person, like uh, I'm assuming James is like kind of 
maybe a similar build to you. Sure. Um, maybe more muscle, but uh, I have seen you do this with six foot, maybe 200 pound dudes walking down the streets of New York. Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think you making the argument that just because they're bigger than you, you're going to be all scared. Ethan camps. You can say a lot of things (laughs) about him. I'll say a lot of things about him, but he's not scared of anyone. Yeah, just the dark, Marash. I'm just scared of the dark. Still yeah, sleep with a just, nightlight. Uh, That's a joke. But. Well, yeah, because you have no lights in your room. Um, we knew that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's using so, his nightlight right now to yeah. eliminate his face. But nice. uh, other things that happened this weekend. Let's see. Uh, we just had Newcastle kind of escape Fulham. Did you guys see the Mitrovic controversy? He, like, double kicked <laughs> yeah, the, the ball or something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Chelsea handled Palace. That would have yeah. been. Do you think At if home. they lost that game, Potter out? Yeah, honestly, I'm a little grateful we didn't record the podcast right after the Thursday game because I was cooking up some takes. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I got a few drafts in there that are kind of spicy. Um, I may have sent a couple you- Potter out text after the Thursday <laughs> game, but the game on Ooh, Saturday. Ethan's Blue Army. The game on Saturday, uh, Yo, DM those I guess, Marash. gave me a little more hope. Yeah. If anyone has okay. those takes, uh, please stop. I thought for DM. sure I was going to wake up to Dashro Fofana starting on Saturday or Sunday. I thought for sure that was going to be the team news, yeah. only to see Havertz in the side again. We talked we about it earlier. upset. Jeez. Yeah, that was where you got the uh, Mark Goldbridge curse of uh, Havertz scoring. But you guys didn't look like, I don't know, if Palace had any fucking mojo. No, Palace did nothing. I know. And, uh, well, if they had lost that game, do you think it would have been Potter out? Only reason I say that, it would have been a really tough game to lose. It's like they're paying homage to Bialy. Yeah. All the legends are there. Terry's there. All the boys are there. Well, that's actually the manager who gave Terry his first break. Was uh, mm-hmm. Viali when he was the player manager? Uh, yeah, brought him into. So I, I think it would have been tough scenes if you guys lost that one, but you didn't. So we don't. Yeah, have I mean, it would have been fucking back to back London derbies. We had lost too. So I mean, there's nothing like we can't be losing these these games. Yeah. But uh, immediately after the Thursday game, this would be a good segue. Uh, Chelsea. It wasn't immediate, but like I think it started after the Thursday game. Uh, as James predicted, um, Daddy Bowley brought out the checkbook and hijacked uh, Michaela Mudrick. He did. Uh, from Arsenal. Arsenal was tied to one single player for the winter transfer window, and he was taken, or actually two players, and they're both now playing in um, the west side of they're London. They're both now playing in blue, yes. So, James, walk us through. How do you feel uh, now that you've had some time to swallow it? What are you thinking? Um, I think image-wise, it's a good move for Chelsea to spend a lot of fucking money on a Ukrainian. <laughs> um, I don't know if that plays a role at all in it, but he wanted to go to a big club. Regardless, is what he's saying. He wanted an upgrade. He was saying it was. <laughs> There's bro, go regardless. Over Arsenal, James. Bro, he was twerking for you guys. No, he I... was twerking. He was twerking, but that's what that that was his quote. That was his quote. He's like, "Yeah, I'll go." Like, yes, I'll go to what? Like right. whoever pays. He's trying to get out. He's trying to and get those, out. Those little big-eared trophies that you guys like to make fun of so much for me bringing them up. Those mean something to transfers coming in. Well, he's not going to be playing there next year. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like the ones we've won within the past two years that you guys. Well, I mean, have. for him, he got the bag, but he went from playing Champions League football to not playing Champions League football at the moment. Rome wasn't built in a day, Marash. Right. Uh, well, t- on the other side of the, oh, no, he's doing his thing. He's playing. He's playing uh, Premier League football, though. You know, what he wanted. He wanted to move to that main stage. Yes, yeah. he was twerking really hard for Arsenal. But at the end of the day, that was agreed. Like, his terms were always agreed. That's why it was 
posting it, I, I'm not all lie, these things it's a big, alluding it's a, to it. Yeah, it's a big And then blow. it just didn't happen. I mean, I guess actually, I, it seems like your deal is made up of like 60, 65, and then the rest of it is contingent on a Champions League or Premier League win in the next seven years. They like believe in the Chelsea um, the Chelsea project. Basically, most, what a lot of most, FC is tied to. Most most and so fees I don't have I don't know what like I, I don't know what the what the Arsenal fee was based around, but our number at the end of the day, the combined total was less. It Dude, was, they're, they're, they were looking for the hundred number. That's what they were looking at with the Anthony. That's what they were tying it to the entire time. And okay. I think at the end of the day, we did come up a little short. I simply hope it pans and out. And he backed it up. Bully so, yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> He was just like, "Oh, that's the price." Like they, he literally waited for them to negotiate the entire thing to the point where it's just like, "Yeah, someone can basically step in, and take people, it," and he did. People, and like, in the course of like six hours, Fabrizio was like, "Oh, Arsenal," and then like two hours later, he's like, "Never mind, Chelsea." Yeah. God well, damn. Okay. People forget fun. what Todd, who Todd Bowley is, and what he's done in his lifetime. It was only a few years ago where he was so mad that the Dodgers lost in the World Series that he went out and bought everybody to make them win the World Series. He's got no regret in making sure that they paid to play. Which uh, is what I have been saying for months on this very program. As long as we have a guy, which you guys for some reason thought wasn't going to spend for whatever reason. If we have a guy who is willing to just keep firing bullets... We are fine, but I think what I think the difference between him and Roman is that Roman, I think, had a little bit more understanding of what players were needed, when to walk away from certain deals. What I fear for you could happen with Bowley is he's going to inflate pe- what people's perception is that Chelsea will pay for players, similar to what has happened with United and the Glazers. They know that they can get the 120 million for Jaden Sancho, that they can get the 80 million for Maguire. They can get the hundred mil from Ant- for Anthony from United. They knew they weren't going to get that elsewhere, but if they knew if the desire was strong enough from United, they'll pay the money. I, but you might get stuck in a similar situation. I now think with it's more so just like a small picture thing, or like a big picture thing in a small window. He's doing now, like it's not like he's going to spend this much money every single year. I think it's more so he wants an overhaul of the squad to get players yeah. in who he thinks he could build around and build a foundation of. As yeah. opposed to the players that I were was... there. Because, uh, listen, as much as people like to blame managers at Chelsea, the last three managers, I think, Tuchel, uh, Lampard even had a mutiny in the locker room against them, and, like, sorry before that, they all mm-hmm. had problems with the players that were there. They all lost power because the players kind of usurped them and took over. So, and, and, and Tuchel, Tuchel had a quote that was like, it's the it's a problem because we have the same players. Like it's it's something like that. It's like it's within the players. It's not necessarily the managers or anything. But all right, well, I have two questions: one for you and one for James. For you, Ethan, do you need? Did you need him? It's a crowded side, left side of the pitch. Well, I think we're like I said. I think it's gonna be a massive squad overhaul. I think we're gonna see like the likes of like Ziyech leave. We're gonna see the likes of Pulisic leave. In favor of a squad overhaul. Okay. Yeah, because like he fits in your squad today with the injuries, but when Christian comes back, when Sterling comes back, when all these players start to come back, it'll be a different story. Listen, but we also understand as the club, you buy Mudrick, who's younger than Sterling. Sterling's not going to be here for 10 years. Yeah, he's phasing out. You know what I mean? Like It's kind of like a reload move. It's like a transition Mm -hmm. move. And it's easier yeah, to have him here and trans, trans like have these times of him transitioning when he's not necessarily starting or like getting as much time because of the squad depth, but more so like well I'd hope he played. We just spent a fucking gazillion dollars on him, but yeah, I think he'll play uh, <laughs> soon. But it's an easier yeah, transition it'll be, to just come on yeah. to the starting eleven than to be like forced in there, like to work your way through the squad. Well, and I think you guys will be big sellers in the summer, to your point. So we'll see who stays and who goes. Um, the most recent name I've heard being sold, potentially even this window, would be Koulibaly. I've heard that he is 
um, cons- being considered for the rare purchase in the summer sell in the another winter. from his same club. Have you heard of another purchase in the summer sale in the winter? Who? That boy Pierre. Oh, Barcelona yeah. Barcelona is interested in, retu- in Pierre. But they, but, but the terms Barcelona. are pretty unrealistic. They want to make sure that it's like fully free for them. They're not willing mm. to pay any money. Well, yeah, I mean, listen. When you're in the, the spot books, that like, Chelsea are in, you kind of just got to throw, throw shit against the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. You know, uh, on the others, you, you be the ones who finally. You said you had a question for me as well. And pay for Koulibaly. Doesn't pan out because you're in a no, you're in a situation where you need center backs. It's no, I get it. If you got to be quick and make that decision if he's not working, there's no point in wasting him in the squad, especially with the amount of center backs you have. Like you have yeah. Batty Shile, he came in and I think he looked good. You put in a solid um, shift. He's young too, and now it's just you got to get another good couple, two, probably two more good center backs, and you can cycle them. Yeah, I mean. I'm a chalibur guy, but he didn't look good against Fulham. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the transfer, James, the big big thing I saw on Arsenal Twitter was you lost out by five million pounds or euros at the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's 90, 95 to a hundred. Like, kid, it, it wasn't that much. What Seems was pretty it? petty. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it was. Yeah. And um, a lot I of think there's a big are... psychological blockade moving that that digit that arsenal might still be stuck behind that chelsea is not yeah i don't know a lot of fans are uh frustrated especially with... on like the, the straight up fee like i think it was you know i think they were afraid of going full fee higher than pepe a little bit so they're just throwing add-ons like i don't know yeah but a lot of fans are starting to get frustrated with Edu. Uh, saying that you know he spent how many weeks going back and forth to Shakhtar, spending so much time there. He just sometimes he just yeah. can't get deals done. Mm. That's what uh, a lot of the, the only thing I really hope that p- comes out of all of this is a song similar to the Williams song. Um, the shit from Spurs, they bought his flight, but Willian, he saw the light, he got the call from Abramovich, and off he went to Stamford Bridge. He hates Tottenham. He hates Tottenham. He hates. But like if we had something similar. For ours, I like that. Yeah. Personally. Well, okay. Now, Mudrick, Mudrick aside, James, where do Arsenal look now? There's two weeks left in the window. You need to get some oh. squad depth here. There's, I know you don't have a whole lot of tournaments to play in right now, but like, yeah, to to get through this end of the season, you cannot play Saka, Martinelli. Like, you can't play the same team every week. They're gonna get tired. There's Hopefully there's no injuries, but there could be, and you have to plan for that. So who do you turn your eyes to? I mean, so we do have – we aren't playing in this first round of Europa League games because we mm-hmm. got the bye. So that's nice at least. We have a little bit longer break on the on that You have that in the FA Cup games, as well. The midweek. Um, yeah, we're not in the Energy Drink Cup anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so we've got Emil coming back. He's put some minutes in. He just had a tiny little cameo at the end of that North London Derby. I think he came in in like the 94th or something. Mm-hmm. But I think he could definitely end up picking up some minutes. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, I mean, they still said he, he's walking around. I see him walking around, but they're still saying it might take a little longer than they had anticipated right off the gun. So it might still be looking like, I think, late February, early March. Like, still, like, kind of a while. <laughs> this guy, Ethan. You, you, you missed him. Did you not notice that his fucking vape died in his hand? And he just no, started... I didn't. I didn't. I was staring <laughs> at his vape. Um, <laughs> that was... But, yeah, I don't know. I'm... I'm... I don't like, know. Eddie, Eddie's, been, Eddie's been playing decent, but we can't keep playing Eddie like that. And my point uh, is like I mean, you, you, I mean you, all the Arsenal Twitter all the Arsenal Twitter is talking about fucking Declan Rice right now, but I don't think that's happening. Yeah, but that's I, in I, the summer. I, I have the only name I've the, summer. the only name I've read about this winter now with you guys is uh Yori Telemans. Yeah, we've wanted Yori for a very long time. Um we've coveted Yori from from Leicester. 
I thought that was going to happen maybe last last summer. Yeah, like last transfer window, but that didn't end up happening. I think they wanted to take him for a while, and I think we're kind of, we've been kind of like waiting for his contract to run down because we know we really want the kid. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'd be really into Yori if we got him, but I haven't I haven't heard that much about it recently. Yeah. The only other name that I haven't. Windows. Yeah, the only other only other name I have heard that's not uh, an official source, but that Arsenal fans keep throwing around is uh, Rafael Leal where I don't think he's coming to the Premier League in this window. I think when, if and mm. when he does, it'll be a big-time summer move for big money. Yeah, yeah, But I, I don't think I, you guys I, are going to I also get... did hear um, Barcelona was thinking about moving on Rafinha, like, already. I heard that, so, but then I also saw I his desires are not to want. I think the price tag was, like, huge. Yeah, I, I saw he posted on Instagram that, I love winning trophies here. I don't want to. Basically, he was just saying, I don't want to fucking leave. Um, he's like committed to find fit him fit his way back into the squad so it's on the frankie dion yeah uh looking ahead to next week we've got uh what will be you want to talk about your transfer man well we all know he's going to be a 20 goal scorer in 20 games so not not much see the clip of him singing dude's got pipes dude's got pipes he's six foot six uh Last time we had a big striker like that, I think he went by the name of Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And uh, last time we've had we had a striker wear the number twenty seven. It was Makeda, who I believe won us a league. So uh, I'm into it. Listen, do I do I think number association? Nice. Do I do I think that we? I mean, if I wanted to go deeper into number association, the most recent player to wear twenty seven at Manchester is Alex Tellez, who is propelling Sevilla into a relegation battle um, in the Spanish league, I believe. So great list of number fives at Manchester United. Harry Maguire. Okay. Rio Ferdinand. Uh, Harry Maguire (laughs) tops the list, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, But yeah, well, I think it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm very confused by the transfer. I don't really know what's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ten Hag turns him into somewhat of a decent player. He wanted him. I don't think it was a panic signing. I don't think we were going to sign anyone. I think Ten Hag wanted a striker. He wanted uh, Felix. We obviously weren't going to pay the price. We got Wout Weghorst. I don't think that name just, I don't know. Like when you think about when we got Igalo, he was offered to us. Nobody offered Wout Weghorst to us. We just kind of went out of our way to figure we needed him on look from Burnley. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited, but looking ahead to next week, we have the Arsenal United match at the Emirates. It's going to be a tough one for United. Both teams are heavily in form. Uh, James got a score prediction. What do you think is going to happen? So this one, we got it on Sunday at the Emirates. At um, the Emirates. At the Emirates. Sheesh. So you guys are playing on Wednesday, though. So you're playing a Premier League match on Wednesday. Yeah, so we're playing. They put them super in. hard, but you might play a little bit of a AB side-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, man. I mean, you know I'm going for the dub. I'm just trying to think of how many. Yeah, I don't know. Realistically, yeah. I think we both might score. I'm going 3-1. All right. You think you're going to reverse what we did to you at Old Trafford? Uh, Realistically, I think this game is going to – there's going to – there's a lot of young talent playing in this one uh, outside of Varane and Casemiro and Xhaka. But outside of that, I think it will be a draw. A lot of nerves. Um, first big challenge for uh, a I think a one one. Uh, maybe one one, but I th- here's the thing: if you guys score first, I think you're going to go up to two. Hey, once you guys get a early a first goal, you guys get way too. Confident. I think we're going to score, then you're going to score, then we're going to score, and then it's going to be really testy. Then we might get one like late. Uh, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going. I think it's going to be because that's exactly <laughs> what I think. They they hype this match up and then it plays to a nil nil. That three one last one was no, just, um, a rare one. Uh, I'm 
I'm going to say this. I mean, the Brighton game was just 4 2. So I like this entire season. I haven't been particularly thrilled with like Manchester United's attack. Like they could very easily fall into zero goal games, I feel like. And I think, you know, somewhat of the same could be said for Arsenal. Their best play is on the wings. And United have answers for that. United has good good wings. (laughs) Yeah. In the middle of the park is going to be a battle. Right. Casemiro is going to be putting in his scumbag tackles all game, um, no, going go. for subtle like ankles we and stuff big, like he does a, all the we time. We got some pretty big boys though. We got some. No, well, boys. I'm just saying he's gonna. It's it becomes a lot more physical with Casemiro in the middle of the park. He's grabbing shirts, making sure you're not turning on the That's ball. Park days for my boy Parte. No, he does his aggression in the bedroom apparently, and gets away with it with the police. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's a legend. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Je- Ooh, uh, Ethan, you also have a big match this week. You guys uh, travel to the Mercy side and you play a struggling Liverpool. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? Anfield. <laughs> I just hope we're not the team that Darwin Nunes finally scores a million goals against. That's all I hope. <laughs> Like yeah. that's, you have to well, sing the song. I don't care about the result, goals? really. It like, it's always going to be hard to get points away at Anfield, um, regardless of your season, and we're having a poor season. I just hope it's not a pathetic one because Chelsea have had some pretty pathetic games at Anfield over the years, especially recently mm-hmm. against Klopp. Like the most solid goal where he just uh, that was fucked up. But yeah. I think this one's itching for both teams to score, though. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe Mudrick might be uh, in the squad. Actually, last season at Anfield, I think we drew 1-1. Havertz scored. A cheeky Mudrick goal? Should you sprinkle? Listen, man, I sprinkled Jow. And he almost got one in the first 10 minutes. He almost, he almost, he almost. I don't like betting wingers. Except for Sterling. He didn't even score that many goals in... Ukraine, like he had some decent like Champions League stuff. Yeah, that's well. Uh, it was an cool. it was a great week. We got a great week of a footy coming up. But this past weekend, we also had another great reason to be Marash Patel as the <clears throat> New York Football Giants took down the Vikings and moved on. They'll play the Eagles next. I'm excited about that. Um, I will say the Giants. This. I will say this, Marush. I find myself not necessarily getting angry at Giants' success. I find myself getting angry at Giants fans who think they've been living in poverty for the past 10 years. No. Like, I get angry at that. I get angry when they're like, oh, I used to pray for times like this. <laughs> you had, we had two times like this. Oh, <laughs> recently relatively recently yeah. as well yeah any any anyone you know was alive for them and then i'm, I'm like sitting you. there with my thumb up my ass like oh yeah the jets haven't made the playoffs since like 2010 <laughs> and i have to sit there to listen to all these giants fans have to tell me oh i haven't seen a playoff win since they won that super bowl well a you won the super bowl <laughs> b we haven't made it to the playoffs in that span. So I find yeah. myself almost getting reverse envious of their depression. Being like, you yeah. guys don't I, suffer what I suffered. You guys have bum-ass bum depression. <laughs> That's what you yeah. said. <laughs> um, I will say this. we It's an I interesting matchup. in my life, but whatever. Continue. Yeah, but you win a couple games on Thanksgiving, and that's what you they guys do They made it to the playoffs in the past 10 years. That's... We lost. We yeah, just got in a playoff game. I would have like given my left nut. We went to like wild card games. Lose this year. <laughs> Listen, here's my, here's my take on the Giants. They they have the luxury of playing the Eagles twice in the regular season. They have a little bit more tape on what to expect. And you know what? Everyone who's saying we didn't have a chance. That's exactly where we want to be. Exactly where we were, like when we had to go through Lambeau, playing against Brett Favre in the snow, who doesn't lose. We like where we are. We like to be the dogs, and this team's got that same dog in them that they had, those two Super Bowl runs. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it no helps name wide receivers. Worst, literally the worst defense in the league. Like that part helps for Daniel Jones to have like a career day. Like it helps when you play legitimately the worst defense in the league. Listen, they were what thirteen and fourteen. Hey, they won their division. <laughs> Not particularly the hardest division to win. Yeah, well, I don't make the rules. I just follow them, Ethan. You know. Hey, I no, congrats. I'm I'm sure they'll beat Philadelphia. I'm sure it will go no. in the storybook ending like you think. Wait, it will. before we put one last thing on that. So I made a bet with uh, Nick uh, this weekend. He said that basically the Super Bowl is either going to be the Chiefs, the this is Super Bowl winner will be the Chiefs, Eagles, or the Bills. And I said, I don't think you're giving enough credit to the field. And so I, I get the field. He gets those three. Do you think he's going to win? Chiefs, Bengals, and Eagles? I mean. No, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles. I don't think the Bills are that good. Credit to him for just taking the two best teams in the well, league. Like, well, oh, he yeah. just said, he said, yeah, well, I think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The Bengals have beaten the Chiefs this season. I think I thought no, that, that they, they did that last it. season, Marash. I don't think I don't think Patrick Mahomes has been sitting around for an entire off season, being like, "Oh boy, I can't wait to lose to those Bengals again." Oh, I don't think he's been doing a whole lot. I don't know. He's I think he's been doing a whole just... lot of. Oh boy, I'm gonna throat fuck the Bengals the next time I see them in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. They didn't look good last night, though. But all I'm saying is, I got a bigger field. That's but... a division rival game. Yeah, I'm taking. I, his side the only thing I will say about the Giants that makes me somewhat like them against the Eagles is the Giants have this way of just winning. Every win the Giants have won is ugly. Besides, yeah, that they, they win. Ga- they win games that they shouldn't win. Exactly. So that's the yeah. only thing they got going for them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see everybody next Tuesday. Uh, Great episode. Thanks for listening. Let's, Please. Let's, uh, I did want to mention that the Thursday game is Man City versus Spurs. And mm-hmm. after you guys just handled Man City, I think they're just going to. No, not just us. Spurs. Southampton also handled them. They're going. This is the I, first time in three years that Pep has lost two games in a row. I think they are going to absolutely throttle Tottenham. Maybe Holland gets seven goals. Uh, the other teams that are kind of up there, Newcastle's playing Crystal. Yeah. Should win that. Cool. Oh, and Marash, well, I did Fulham the ends up playing Tottenham uh, again on Monday. Biggest flops. No, we're gonna no, we're gonna do it next week. We're Big, gonna do flops flop the week next Anthony week. Save it, save it. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about flops of the season I next week. I did the homework. Uh, you told me to do the you homework. You didn't. You had, now, you admitted before the show you didn't do it. Uh, Pull everyone, the tape. Pull the tape. Send send the pod to your friends. Send it to your nan. Send it to your mom. Send the Twitter out. Get get a few likes on the. We're almost at a hundred likes on Twitter. Get us there. Hundred Twitter followers. I might just list everyone off once we do. Uh yeah, we might do a. a, a, Um, what else do we got? Like us on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, support the blokes. This is a small operation, and everything goes a, a long way. So thank you, everyone. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. I'm here with two former legends. Where's the bloke? It's half time. We talk to a bloke about football. Where's the bloke? Go and get the bloke, bro. Go on, get the bloke. Where's the bloke? bloke? Where's the bloke? Where's the bloke? Get the bloke, bro. Get the bloke. You've got to fucking die to get three points. Back Tottenham. It's the history of the Tottenham. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live.